What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Red Room Podcast. We are back after a week hiatus. You know what I'm saying? Took a little week off. Everybody getting their bearings right, man. I'm just getting over this slight little allergy cold. So I apologize if y'all hear a little hiccup or a little cough every now and then. You know what I'm saying? Shit happens. Uh, as always, I appreciate everybody who listens to the podcast. Y'all like, share, subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at Applejacks94. Follow me on Twitter at Applejacks94 with two Ks. Uh, I don't know, man. Shit, I'm going to just update y'all on my week for real, for real, for a little bit. Y'all know I came back down home and I'm down here in Phoenix City and shit. You know what I'm saying? I linked up with the homies this past weekend. Been on the grind, man. Everybody put me on all these producers and different engineers and stuff, man. Because I'm getting ready to get y'all an engineer episode. You know, put a bunch of people out there and stuff. So... I've been all around the city, man. Found a bunch of talent. It's been dope, man. Chilling with the homies and shit. Shout out to my homies down there in Fort Mitchell. I've been down there with them. Uh, we had a good old time this weekend, bro. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Just a nice little vibe. Me, my cousin Chris, my nigga Canadian and shit. So it was what it was, man. It was dope as hell. But I'm gonna get on into this music for y'all, bro. We just been having. I've been having good vibes all day, man. So I'm just finna. Update y'all on everything. Like I said, we took a week off last week, so we got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Sir released an album. If y'all don't know who Sir is, he signed a Dreamville. I talked about him before. Uh, I really didn't get on the Sir that hard until I had went to that Kendrick Lamar concert a couple years ago. And man, Sir, he really put me on, bro. Like you know, normally live performances, you know, if you're a singer, you see the hit or miss because. Shit, y'all know what they be doing when they be in there chopping up your voice and stuff. But, man, sir, he really got a voice. He really is a performer. He really can rap. You know, he's a good all-around artist. And this past Friday, I believe, a couple days ago, uh, he released his album called Chasing Summer. Man, good vibes, dog. Chill, laid back. He got that whole R&B swag with a little bit of rap with a different kind of I don't know, man. I just like the energy he got. He got like that R&B bounce, if that makes any sense, bro. I like it. I really do like it. Sir, we appreciate you. Uh, thank you for that album. I did. I, ain't, I only listened to it once so far, but normally in one listen, I'm like, all right, I'm going to let it marinate, then I'm going to listen to it again. But I really didn't have to with this album, man. It was a good album. So I'm going to listen to it again just for the hell of it because, you know, shit, it's just about to be in my everyday lineup. Also, y'all know, I've been keeping y'all up to date on Earth Game. It's officially September. They have not given a date to release their album. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've been telling y'all about Mirrorland. It's supposed to drop this month, though. Hopefully, it's this week. You know, I can't make no promises. They ain't dropped no date. They ain't let us know shit. But uh, they did drop a song off of the album to, you know, please the fans. And shit, it was a hit, man. Shit, it's called Up. Up, man, that bitch him, bro. Like, I always say these niggas real deal got outcast vibes. They're the closest group that I've heard that reminds me of outcast, bro. And I'm telling you, same little flow, same little vibe. Both of them, both of the people in the group, man, they got a whole, they got big boys rap style with, like, Andre 3000's mindset. And musicality, it, it, it's crazy, man. I love it. I love it. It's, it's dope. And like I said, Earth Game, one of my favorite groups right now, man. Uh, so I'm gonna definitely keep y'all updated. I don't give a damn. Y'all just keep keep looking at my Twitter, my Instagram, because as soon as they drop that album, I guarantee you, I'm gonna let you know. I promise you, I got y'all. ASAP Rocky, man. 
ASAP Rocky, bro, he been killing me lately, dog. You know, people called him Uncle Tom. People called him all kind of shit when he was on that whole Sweden locked up over there and stuff. But, man, ASAP Rocky, he didn't sign up to be no activist. That man just want to make music and, you know, live his life, bro. I feel him. He trying to be low-key. You can't make somebody be something they don't want to be. And with that being said, that nigga don't like Trump either because uh, apparently Trump put in, you know, word to Sweden to be like, hey, y'all need to let this nigga out of jail, you know what I'm saying, on behalf of the U.S. nigga, let him out of jail. And, you know, Sweden pretty much told Trump, like, shit, nigga, you ain't nobody, bro. You not finna influence me to let this nigga out of jail. And uh, ASAP Rocky knew that, bro. His people was like, yeah, my nigga, Trump said something, but shit, it didn't mean shit, bro. He ain't getting no respect over here in these streets. So the world don't respect Trump. It's crazy, bro. You know what I'm saying? And ASAP Rocky is not thanking that man. And Trump is mad as hell. But you know, it is what it is. That shit is funny to me. But. ASAP in music, he dropped his video for Babushka. Man, look, that video is wild, y'all. It got a bunch of messages, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could try to explain the video to y'all, but y'all will be listening to me. Like, y'all be like, what the hell is this nigga talking about? So, I just recommend you go on, on YouTube and watch it. It has a bunch of messages in it. It's dealing with police and all that. And it's crazy, y'all. I, I like it. It's different. Uh, you got Schoolboy Q. You know what I'm saying? The whole mob in that bit, bro. People Real Deal was uh, uh, making fun of um, Schoolboy Q because his uh, his prosthetic and shit that he had on, uh, they said it was like a nutsack on his head. And people was climbing his ass online. That shit was funny. But um, moving on down. Oh, SZA, man. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, she said that new music is on the way. She ain't did nothing in a minute, you know what I'm saying? She probably just been, you know, riding the wave, enjoying it a little bit, you know, getting back into the field and stuff. Because you know how her music is, man, you know, with relationships and all oh, that. Ain't no telling what SZA been on. So I'm really anticipating on what we're going to be going on in this next album. It is about that time, though. So SZA, she appreciates you. Uh, she ain't got no date yet. Oh, Like I said, I keep y'all informed, man. I got y'all. Just keep following me, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep y'all up there. Also this week, I, I listen to a bunch of music, y'all, and, you know, I'm a musician, I've been in band since, like, seventh grade, uh, I'm an all-around percussionist, and I just like all different types of music, all aspects, classical, jazz, blues, everything, I listen to it all, and with that said, I'm gonna let y'all on to one of my, you know, favorite soul blues uh, singers and performers, man, his name is Kingfish, I don't know if y'all have watched, um, uh, Damn, what's that show, man? Luke Cage. Yeah, Luke Cage, uh, the Marvel show uh, that was on Netflix. It got canceled, but it was a dope-ass show. It shouldn't have got canceled. But Kingfish was the big dude playing guitar, man. He was performing in the club. And that nigga got skills, y'all. He's a young cat. And honestly, he's one of the best guitar blues players I've heard in a while. The kid got talent. And if y'all if y'all know, if y'all listen to him already while I'm talking about him right now, y'all know what I'm talking about. But I definitely uh, recommend listening to Kingfish, especially if y'all like blues and soul. And if y'all just like hearing some good shredded blues guitar, man, like this man really on his B.B. King shit. Like, it's, it's, it's amazing. I really, I real deal like Kingfish as an artist. Another one of my favorites, Isaiah Rashad has been 
even more active on Twitter. He never got on Twitter for a while, y'all. Like, he just disappeared from Twitter for, like, damn near a year. And he put up a couple tweets every now and then. But now, he is just, you know, steadily on Twitter like it's normal. And he's been saluting his fellow artists, like I said earlier, sir, on his new album. He's been putting up suspicious tweets, you know, that we think in their new music. Because he just be dropping little verses every now and then, you know, little snippets of shit. And he did put up a link on Twitter and then deleted it after like three minutes. Folks say that shit, well, it was a link to a single, uh, one of his singles, but we don't know. And I, I'm low-key kind of mad because shit, I want some new Isaiah Rashad music, bro. Like, straight like that. Also, Wayne, Birdman, and Juvenile. I'm going to say them names again because y'all probably ain't goddamn believe me. Wayne, Birdman, and Juvenile are supposedly... Dropping new music. <sighs> Look, I get the Lil Wayne, I get the juvenile. I'm not trying to hear not a damn thing Birdman got to say. In 2019, I'm not checking for Birdman. I don't care. I don't care what this man doing. Like, I appreciate you, pimp. I do. I know what you did. I know what you could have did. I know what you still probably could do, but I'm not checking for you, dog, in 2019. Go get some money, retire, do what you do. Just get the fuck out the scene, man. Like, chill chill back. But I am anticipating this music, man, this Juvenile and Wayne. It's going to be dope, bro. I'm all, I always love to hear a Wayne track. And Juvenile, man, you know, man, he just a goat, bro. Shit, I'm going to listen to anything Juvenile put out. I don't give a damn if he put out some music in 20 years from now. Like, I'm going to listen to it like shit. It might not be the hottest shit in the world, but I'm going to listen to it. Somebody had, uh, somebody on Twitter, bro, I saw a meme about it. Whenever they had announced it, uh, saying that Birdman, Wayne, Juvenile was working on some shit. And they were like, man, it's supposed to be a hot girl summer, bro. Y'all done turned this shit into hot uncle summer. So I bust out laughing on that shit. That shit was funny as hell. Ooh, ooh, ooh. As an Alabama nigga, moving on to the next nigga I'm finna talk about right now. As an Alabama nigga, man, a couple weeks ago, there was an artist called YBN Namir. If y'all don't know him, I understand, because, you know, shit, eh. But, YB in the mirror said, nobody was checking for Alabama music before him. He said he opened the floodgates for all Alabama rappers, and is the best rapper to come out of Alabama. Them some bold-ass words, my kid. Like, you know, this little nigga here, bro, bold words, bold words, out of Alabama, bro. First of all, People don't even know, like, it's a bunch of talent down here in the South. And Alabama got a bunch of talent, my nigga. They might not stay in Alabama, but they're going to stay in Alabama and use that damn Alabama sound, and they're going to continue to bless the music world with it. Not why be in the mirror. That nigga don't even sound like Alabama, man. Like, when he said that, like, he the best to come out of here and put everybody on and shit, he opened the floodgates for rappers in Alabama. Look. He disrespected the goats, y'all. I mean, Alabama goats. Technically, I'm going to say this. Technically, y'all might not agree with me, but Guwalk, that nigga is from Alabama. He started off in Alabama. Goddamn dirty boys. The pimping the gangster, my nigga. Dirty boys. Like, Dobie, Mr. Biggs, Mick Jenkins, Chica, Yellow Wolf, the OG rich boy, nigga Deuce Comrades. This nigga ain't open no motherfucking doors, bruh. 
Sit your little young ass down. Get the fuck on. I'll give it to you, bro. You got some hits. Like, your shit straight, but don't disrespect Alabama like that, bro. Don't come for us like that saying, you, man, get the fuck on some damn well. And he got drug, y'all. He got drug online. Like, he just need to learn his place right now, bro. These young niggas, dog. I don't know what the hell they got going on, but you need to check yourself, little homie. I did say something about Lil Wayne, Genuine, and Birdman earlier, but uh, Lil Wayne on his own, he did officially state that his funeral album will be done before the end of this year, the end of 2019. He said it'll be his last album. See, I don't believe it. I don't believe, I believe he'll have an album ready, but I don't believe it's his last album. I say this because all these veterans, they say it's their last album. They're going out album, but at the same time, 15, 10, 5, 10 years down the road, they put out another goddamn album. And I'm tired of that shit, but... I'm going to listen to it because it's Wayne and he said it's going to be his last album. So I know that shit going to be some heat. Uh, ready for that. He just said it was going to be out before the end of 2019. So um, I'm waiting on it. Also, man, Kanye. Kanye, y'all. Y'all know he been, like, people been criticizing this man over these church services and stuff. And I, I don't understand why. Because this is the most peaceful I have seen this man in a long time. And if don't giving doing church services like praising and stuff gives you peace of mind, I more power to you. I'm happy for you, kid. I'm happy for this man, y'all. Cause normally he'd be in the media wild and doing some reckless shit, but like keep doing what you're doing, King. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, he did say that he's going to get more into bringing his services to the people, and to do that, he said he's going to put out a new album, and I, he's it's going to be you know a church album, a churchy album. But I ain't sure if it's going to be uh, Jesus Walks or Take Me to the King. It can go either way. Either, I'm going to listen to it, you know what I'm saying? But he is going to put out, you know, a church of gospel album. And I'm going to listen to it. I got to listen to it, man. It's Kanye. Kanye is really, man, like one of the most music, man, one of the most talented music minds we didn't have in a while. And people seem to forget that shit all the time. But... Then again, the nigga was wild and hard for a while. But I'm glad he didn't calm down, got some peace of mind. And that's what's been going on with him. And what's next, what's next, what's next? Oh, I said something about Earth Gang earlier, y'all. Uh, I was watching uh, Idlewild. If y'all don't know Idlewild, it came out in like 2006, 2005. Uh, Outcast, you know, they did the whole thing, Big Boy. And Andre 3000. And it's a great movie, man. Uh, and they did the whole soundtrack for it. And I watched that movie, bro. And I just went back and started listening to... Uh, I always listen to Idlewild. But I went back and listened to uh, Speaker Box, Speaker Box uh, in the Love Below. Look. This further furthers my point about Earth Game being the next outcast, y'all. I will say it. Earth Gang is the next outcast. I don't like comparing people to people, you know what I'm saying? But, like, can't nobody, ain't nobody claim to be the next outcast in a while. They don't claim it. But I'm calling it right now, bro. They styles the same. They all from Atlanta. They got similar, like, and it's amazing, bro. Just listen to them, too. Just listen to them two groups, man. Like, they, I, I love it. I love the energy they got. Like, it's amazing. All the musicality they got going on is great. I love it. Which brings me on to my next point. It's more so about uh, Outcast. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you see me post a status with this with this podcast, I'm going to just say, 
I need to know from y'all. Which do you prefer? Speaker box or the love below? Real outcast fans, I need to know. I really want to know, man. Like, I listened to the first half, the speaker box, and Big Boy was hard, y'all. Like, I'm telling y'all, people don't put more enough respect on Big Boy name. But, man, that the love below, the second half of that album, Outcast, Outcast uh, Park. Man, look, that was a hard album. Me personally, I'm on the love below side, but. You know, speaker box, like, that bitch still hit, man. Y'all, it's still up there. But my vote is the love below. So, you know, just let me know. Give me y'all input. We can talk about it. Just post that shit in the comments, whatever, because I need to know, man. Speaker box versus the love below. Who y'all got? And, man, that's it for music for real, man. I told y'all we had a bunch of stuff to talk about and catch up on. But that's it for the music aspect of the day, y'all. Alright, I'm finna hop in this next segment. This bop culture, man. Black popular culture. Finna let y'all know what's going on with all our people and stuff, man. It's a short little list this week, man. But, you know, some dope shit happened, man. It was, you know, shit, I took a little break last week. So, we got like two weeks worth of shit to tell. But, ain't really never been popping. But, uh, started off. 2 chains, man. 2 chains saluted Lil Baby for getting his and Schoolie's hard drive back, man. Um... Uh, if y'all know anything, these artists, they always be recording music. No matter, they can go anywhere. If they got their hard drive, they're going to save it to their hard drive. So, ain't no telling what kind of, what all music that man had on that hard drive, him and Schooly. But, you know, Lil Baby got it back for him. And 2 Chains, you know, he was happy, bro. Like, real deal. He saluted that man, Lil Baby, for getting it back to him. He called him a real street general. I was more interested to find out how his hard drive got took, you know what I'm saying? But, but man, 2 chains didn't go into specifics on that. I'd like to know, but, man, he didn't give too much information, so we ain't got the whole story. But Lil Baby got it back. He called that man the real street general, and he saluted that man. Them hard drives like that, like I said, man, they valuable. And ain't no telling, like, shit, you can threaten artists, bro. You can hold their hard drive, like, hostage, you know what I'm saying, collect ransom on that bit, all kinds of stuff could have went wrong, bro, but Lil Baby got that bit back, I ain't, you know, I fought with Lil Baby kind of, but you know, I ain't no hard Lil Baby fan, but you know, he got his strikes with me, if 2 chains co-signed for this man, I rock with him too, and you never know, man, he got the hard drive back, we might get an album or a mixtape, not for real, for real, tell him what's on that album, like, shit, I'm ready, bro, appreciate you, Lil Baby, if we get a mixtape, thank you, like, for real, Oh, man, the VMAs, y'all, like, I ain't seen the VMAs in a minute, like, I I just didn't feel the need to watch the VMAs, I mean, shit, it ain't been popping last time I was watching that motherfucker, but I watched it this year, man, specifically because Missy Elliott, bro, she was, you know, being a performer, she was up there, they were honoring her, the icon, the legend, I talked about her on the last episode, you know, two weeks ago, and, uh, I'll just tell y'all about the VMAs, bro. Like, it was straight, you know, uh, the, the the hard aspects to point out for y'all. I'm just pointing them out the key aspects. Uh, of course, Missy came out, bro, uh, and all of her elegance, dude. Amazing performance. As always, man, ain't nobody expect anything less of Missy. 
Like, straight up. Ain't nobody going there like she got old. Like, wasn't none of that talk, man. Like, none of that was said. We knew Miss El Missy Elliott was going to put on, and she did. She performed the catalog, bro. The whole catalog. All the Missy hits. Uh, It came on, bro. And the first thing my mom was like, she was like, I know that ain't Missy. Y'all know Missy, my girl. That's my girl right there. So, you know, we were sitting up chilling. And uh, I'm just watching the VMAs, man. It was it was dope. Missy Elliott, she also brought, brought out, uh, if y'all don't remember uh, the name I'm about to say, y'all probably remember this. Y'all remember the little girl that used to be dancing in all the Missy Elliott videos, man. Her name is Allison Ray, uh, Allison Ray Stoner. And, bruh, she still got it, dog. Uh, Missy Elliott uh, is credited. She credits Missy Elliott with, you know, starting off her career, all that. Uh, dope, man. She's real, real humble. Great person, great personality. Just as she was when she was a kid, man. She's 26, bro. Uh, shit, she's a year older than me, for real, for real. So, it, it's just dope to see shit like that, man. You know, stuff come around circle. But, that ain't the whole part. Allison Stoner, bro, she got up there and performed. She still got it, y'all. She was out there big dancing, cuz. Like, it, it was just dope to see everything come around, around circle. Shout out to her. Also, the homie Lizzo, bro. Look, y'all know how I feel about Lizzo. Lizzo, I'm telling you, come see me. I'm looking for my Lizzo right now. She had a dope performance, bro. She came out. She created the little outlet, man. And, you know, uh, she was in an interview. Her confidence and her performing, bro, it is insane. She will not let anybody tell her anything different because she knows she the shit. And it's amazing, bro. Like, just to be black and have that level of confidence, it's amazing. And uh, some people, you know, they're going to be negative and shit. They were like, oh, she's a big girl. She's, uh, she's, what was the word that uh, they said in that interview? Uh, she's brave for going out there. And I was like, what? And Lizzo, she, she handled that, bro. She was like, I'm not brave. I'm just beautiful. I'm fine. Like, she, I'm the shit. And I was like, turn up. Yes, nigga. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, Lizzo, she know where she stand, bro. She the shit and she know it. Ain't nobody finna set her down. Her performance was great. All of her background dancers, she put on for anybody, bro. Uh, she put on for everybody. She put on for the culture. And, you know, a lot of people, I don't know, all the stuff that happened to her performance, bro. She was just out there working it, you know what I'm saying? And uh, amazingly, the only, pe only thing some people got from that performance is that she chugged tequila on the stage. And I was like, nigga, you're not seeing what I'm seeing right now, bro. This voice, these words, nigga, these lyrics, this performance. This all-around performance, bro, she performed in front of a big ass, a blow-up ass. Like, man, great performance. Lizzo, thank you. <laughs> I'm just leaving it there. I can talk about Lizzo all day. Comcast, man, uh, you know, the goddamn people over the cable and shit, blah, 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 blah. They started boasting about all the ratings for the VMAs. Look, Comcast, I'm going to tell you this right now. Ain't nobody watched them VMAs for y'all. Like, <laughs> if you want them ratings like that all the time, get some old niggas, bro. Them, them views came from black folks because we was trying to see Missy Elliott, Lizzo, and all the other black performers because y'all don't never be getting them out there, bro. So, like, Comcast, shit, be nigga friendly, bro. Like, you got to be even all the way around the board. And, like, we'll support you as long as you support us, man. Equality, that's all we want. So, uh, to say that, Comcast, uh, VMAs, shit, if y'all ain't got no black folks next year, my nigga, you can guarantee 
them views going down, dog. Them bitches going all the way down to the ground, to the floor, in the hole. I'm going to let you know that right now. Y'all heard it here first. Moving on to a little bit of sports talk, man. You know, today is Sunday. Stuff happened over the weekend. I'm an Alabama fan. I could talk about that, but I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to say this. We won. Auburn. I appreciate y'all. Y'all won. Putting on for the SEC. Now, I'm going to just leave it at that. Y'all won. Barely. But y'all won. But some more sports in NBA. Uh, on Twitter, man, on Twitter, Facebook, it was a slight uproar about Kobe and Shaq uh, beefing on the internet and shit, man. Uh, Kobe was like, uh, if Shaq would have been in the uh, gym more, you know what I'm saying, uh, we would have we would have had more rings than what we had. And then Shaq was like, well, if you would have passed the ball more, we would have had more rings than what we had. And I mean, both of them was right, you know what I'm saying? But the internet, man, y'all know how the internet be taking shit to different lengths. And it really did don't make no sense, like, how how quick the internet can blow some shit out of proportion. Look, Kobe and Shaq do not hate each other. The internet made it seem like they hate each other, bro. And I feel like it wouldn't even been like that. It, like, the internet wouldn't have gave a fuck if they weren't celebrities. Like, they wouldn't have cared at all. And they be acting like friends can't fight. Like, I man, again, I didn't have fights with friends. Man, friends fight. And the internet don't seem to get that. I don't, I don't know what the hell y'all think. Y'all think these celebrities ain't normal-ass people, man. Like, shit. Like, y'all need to stop over-glorifying these people. Like, they some type of... Like, they just got different feelings than we got. I mean, we all got the same feelings, bro. Like, chill out, man. They friends. They cool. They even said they were cool. So, you know... That whole ordeal. Don't believe everything here on the internet. Ooh. Oh, no, nah, I ain't going to tell y'all about that. I'm going to tell y'all about this goddamn Popeye situation before I tell y'all about the next little thing. Look, y'all. Popeyes. People who ate that damn sandwich. People who ain't to get that damn sandwich. I'm not mad at y'all. Like, ain't nobody mad at y'all, bro. I am mad at the motherfuckers who out there complaining that Popeyes ran out of chicken. Look, Chick Fil A been doing this shit since nineteen forty seven. Maybe that might be the wrong year, but goddamn it, it been over 70, sixty some years. It been over sixty, seventy, almost eighty some years. Y'all know damn well Chick Fil A ain't finna ride a chicken. They got the whole recipe. They got the cheat code. They got the supply. They know what's going on. Popeyes ain't had these sandwiches for two weeks. Two weeks. Of course they're going to run out of chicken. They weren't expecting y'all country ass to come down there and get all their goddamn chicken. So for the people complaining that they ran out of chicken, shut up. What you expect? Like, what did you expect, bro? What what, what did y'all think was going to happen? They was just going to go come up here with all the chicken in the world. Nigga, chicken don't grow on trees, my nigga. Chicken, like... The whole situation pissed me off, bro. Y'all doing too much for this damn chicken sandwich. And I might mind you, bro, like, I'm going to get that chicken sandwich. I bet that motherfucker is good. I'm going to go and get that chicken sandwich. But I refuse to wait in line an hour because I know me. I'm impatient. I'm going to be mad. So I'm not even going to put myself through that, bro. But some people got, like I said, the internet, bro. Y'all got to make every, a thing out of everything. So I don't know. Uh, uh, Y'all put Popeyes through hell, bro. It was all kind of memes and shit going around. It was one Popeye's employee. She looked like an old-ass auntie. She was just outside on the chair, leaned over, bro. And it was, the damn caption was like, man, y'all done put LMA through this motherfucker, bro. 
She was like, she finna quit. And uh, it was just a whole fiasco, bro. But these Popeye chicken sandwiches, y'all killing me. Like, shit. Either you gonna get the sandwich or you ain't. If you ain't gonna get the sandwich, shut up. If you can't get the sandwich, you can't get mad. Like, what you getting mad about? And if you got the sandwich, shit, appreciate it. Like, shut up, man. Y'all just need to learn how to keep it moving. Let me switch over before I... I can talk about this Popeye shit all day, y'all. Because so many people really been getting on my nerves with it. So I'm going to just move on to the next... To the last little thing in Bob Culture, man. Uh, as y'all know, I told y'all the new season of the Boondocks is coming out. Uh, and it's going to have uh, the original writer, Aaron Magruder, on it. <sighs> Something else happened, y'all. Something else I've been waiting for for a long time. I never thought it was going to happen. I still remember... It was me and Jahari, the uh, engineer for this podcast. We were at his crib in Troy. We were all waiting for the premiere of this show in Finna City. Black Jesus. Black Jesus has been renewed for season three. And I don't know when it's going to come out, but it's been renewed, man. Adult Swim, they put it out there. They let everybody know. I say this uh, with Aaron Magruder and the Boondocks because Aaron Magruder, he wrote the Boondocks. And he also wrote Black Jesus. So... Aaron Magruder, he obviously needed to get something off his mind. Creative dude, hell of a writer. Thank you, cuz, cuz I've been waiting on Black Jesus for a minute, man. Y'all don't understand how good Black Jesus is. My daddy, my daddy watches Black Jesus, my nigga. I don't watch no little bullshit like that. So, I'm really ready for that. I can't wait until it comes out. I'm ready for that whole season. Uh, it's gonna suck because, you know, Charlie Murphy passed away, rest in peace, and he's not gonna be in the show but, you know, life goes on. I'm just interested to see what's going to be going on with it. Uh, and I'm ready, man. Uh, Slank Johnson, always good dude. I love hearing that. And uh, Pops, man, and John Witherspoon. I'm just ready, man. This this cast is dope. Like, I like this cast, the way they work together, the way everything goes in, vibes out. It's great. But, yeah, Black Jesus Season 3 on the way. And Magruder, thank you. And that's it for Bop Culture, y'all. What up? Got another story for y'all, man. Uh, oh, I got a list over here, man, and I'm going to go. I'm going to tell y'all one of my Domino's stories back when I was working at Domino's, bro. Like, first and foremost, I worked at Domino's since from 2014 to 2019. It paid my bills. It paid my tuition. It helped pay my tuition. It helped get me through all kind of shit, man. Uh, Domino, our Domino's was not a normal Domino's, bro. It was real deal like the trap, my nigga. Like, shit, as soon as we got that motherfucker, I met some of the best some of the best people I know to this day. I met my barber there. Uh, I met some of the coolest people in the world there, man. Like, uh, but, shit, it was the hood, my nigga. Shit, Domino's was Domino's. Uh, between the managers, man, I'm gonna just let y'all know. I was a driver. I was an insider making pizzas. And I was a manager, bro. We was running things off in that bitch. And it was so much bullshit we had to deal with, dog. We we it was so much bullshit we just didn't give a fuck no more. So we was in the, we was at work geek, nigga. We'd be at work geek. These customers would come in, bro, cussing us out and shit. And they had the wrong one, bro. Like they weren't expecting a cool a, a nigga like me to be a manager in that bitch, bro. 
So anytime they come up, they be like, let me speak to the manager. I'm like, I'm the manager, man. And she'll just go, they'll be going the fuck off, bro. They'll be going the fuck off the whole time. They be lying. I'll be looking like, man, why you lying, bitch? Why you lying? One lady caught me one day, bro. We was busy as hell. Like, shit going everywhere. And it's only like five people in the whole store, man. Lobby packed. It's going to be a wait. Like, if you came in there and ordered some pizza at that point and you see the chaos going on, you was stupid. You was the fool. Nigga, I would have told you to leave, but this one lady, man, uh, we getting everybody their food still because we used to be working in that bit, bro. We had an all-star staff. Uh, everybody was getting their food in like 10 minutes, a whole piece from scratch, my nigga. Uh, Domino's, they don't have no frozen shit. Nigga, we making that shit from the jump. Like, we tossing out pieces and all that, bro. Getting you your pizza in 10 minutes. This one lady, bro, she had to wait 15 minutes for her pizza, which ain't bad at all for a fresh-from-scratch-ass pizza. This lady proceeds. She was like, no, man, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. This old fat-ass nigga back there. And immediately, bro, I was like, shit, let me go ahead and take this hat off real quick. Let my dress down because I'm about to have to break off on a bitch today. Man, I went up to that motherfucker, bro. I was like, excuse me, bitch, what you said? And she was like, y'all need to hurry up my pizza. I was like, nah, what you said, the fat nigga comment. She was like, you need, you need to hurry up my pizza. I was like, okay, bitch, this is what you can do. Look, y'all, at any given moment, I was ready to lose my job. I should have got fired from this job a long ass time ago. But like I said, we had the store running like clockwork. We just so happened to be hood in the motherfucker. But the bitch came up to me, bro, and I was like, hey, look, you either going to wait five more minutes for this pizza or you're going to take your ass out my stove, out my lobby, and you can go to Pizza Hut. I don't give a fuck which one you do, but you're going to do something, and you're not going to be sitting over here hassling me or my employees. And the whole lobby started clapping, bro, because she was mad at everybody in the lobby, dog. Everybody in the lobby, they see our struggle. Nigga, we back here hustling, getting them food, sweating, dying, goddamn over here. Man, we we back there doing the thing, bro. And she's sitting over there looking sad in a motherfucker, dog. I was like, man, bitch, sit your ass down. And... We got her her food, man. She was mad as hell. You know, me being me, like, I still had to be somewhat professional after the fact. She just heated me up. So, you know, I gave her a little coupon, man. I was like, look, I'm going to give you, like, a $7 credit along with your stuff. You can come up here and get any item you want to. Just make sure you give me this code. Blah, blah, blah. I took care of her, bro, but she was still salty than the motherfucker. I feel her because I did cuss her ass out and I made her look stupid in front of, like, 30 people. But, bitch, that's what you get when you be acting ugly. She wasn't expecting a hood ass motherfucker like me up in the front of the goddamn building. That's what was going on. But after that rush, bro, that whole night, we were just like, fuck it. It got slow, dude. And like, you know how we was. Everybody in there, you know, we was some stoners and shit. So I remember one time after a rush, everybody took a break, bro. And, you know, you take a break, you either get a 30-minute break or an hour break, depending on how dead it is. You either go to the crib, smoke a blunt, come back. Or you go to your car, smoke a blunt, come back. Me, nigga, I'm smoking a blunt in the car. Went to the crib, smoked another one, came back, smoked another one in the back of the building. And then, like, when you in the back of the building, like, three, four people came out that bitch, so we backed up, talking up. And then we go back in the stove, bro, ran like clockwork. And, you know, at night, whenever we got to close the stove, like, shit, man, we didn't care, bro. Like, shit, when you closing that store at night, dog, it's either going to be real busy or real dead. And on the real dead nights, man, like, we close the store up, and we'd be out of there by the time it closed. It'd be like 12, 15, the store closed at 12 o'clock. So we said, fuck it, bro. We go in the walk-in. We hot box the walk-in, bro. Uh, we did that shit like twice. 
And whenever we close the store, man, like we getting over the counter and everything, we go in the back uh, and just hot box a car in the back of the store, bro, and then walk back in and finish closing that motherfucker. You know, we feeling right. It was cool vibes up at Domino's, bro. Shit was always copacetic for the most part. Until somebody tried us, man. Y'all know how y'all be at work and somebody try y'all. Like I said, I was probably wrong. Y'all probably be like, oh, that ain't the... The, the hospitable thing to do, but nigga, it's Domino's, bro. We making pizza. Like, you come at me ugly for making some pizza, my nigga, shit, we gonna turn up on your ass, nigga, it's some pizza. But everything was good. Uh, Everybody there, you know, we had our mishaps. Just a couple people ain't like that motherfucker. I ain't gonna say their names. Uh, there was some snitches up in that hole. They kept trying to get at me, bro, but we was vets in that bitch, so they didn't really give a fuck. Uh. Shout out to the owner, uh, everybody, bro. We were cool with everybody, man, from the owner, the owner's kids. Everybody was cool as hell in that motherfucker, bro. They looked out. They kept us paid, man, like for real, for real. Everybody who worked at Domino's, dog, I'm telling you, they them checks, them checks came through. Like me, I was getting a, a manager's check, a driver's check, shit, and tips, my nigga. Like, shit, and I was the plug, so if I was delivering pizza, nigga, I was dropping off gas. I had the best situation ever, man. It was great. Uh, Domino's used to look out, bro. We used to be out there wilding. So, hell yeah, man, for real. That's just some of the shit we went through with Domino's, dog. Like, it's so much stuff that I can't even think of it off the top of my head, bro. There's so many stories that went on at Domino's. So, y'all just stay tuned, because, shit, I'm going to have some more Domino's stories for y'all, bro. Y'all ain't heard nothing yet. Like, this ain't even nothing. It's just the, the first Domino's story. I'm going to let y'all know. I'm going to probably have to wait, like, probably a year or so, just before, so another rotation of a new staff can get in that motherfucker before I tell y'all everything going on. But yeah, man, I'm gonna tell y'all some more dominoes. So stay tuned. Hey, that's another episode of the Red Room. Y'all follow me on Twitter at Applejacks94. Y'all be smooth with it. And remember, don't put on for nobody but yourself. See y'all next week.